yogurt shop murders happened here in Austin. Four teenage girls killed inside a North Austin, I can't believe it's yogurt shop, before the building was set on fire. To this day, the community still doesn't know who's responsible. Listeners, welcome to our first episode. My name is Garrett. And I'm Jamie. Our first stop, our first state, is going to be Texas. Woo-hoo. We got a story from 1974. This is one of the most notorious cold cases in Texas. And it's it's uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a doozy. It it's is. a real well, doozy. Well, I've only heard bits and pieces, so I'm kind of blind reacting to it. Yeah. This is the yogurt shop killings. What's your favorite yogurt? Probably Yoplait, <laughs> Chobani. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. I f- <laughs> like for frozen yogurt. If I go to frozen yogurt, it's yeah. probably going to be anything peanut butter. I just I. That's I your go-to. Just I love peanut butter. I mean, I love plain vanilla too. Like I like the cake batter one. Straight, yeah, that, that one's, one's good. good. Have you been to the yogurt place up the street over there? Is it Peach Wave? Yeah, yes. that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's not as expensive. I don't know if you noticed. That. Yeah, no, it's not, and they have deals yeah. on Thursdays. And they've got tons of gummy worms. Yeah, these like people aren't even sponsoring our podcast. Like, <laughs> how funny would that be if we had a frozen yogurt That would be pretty funny. <laughs> that would be <laughs> great. They hear it and they're like, no, screw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like I said, this is in 1974 uh, in Austin. This is in Austin, Texas. That's a Texas. way different time, too. Yeah. Way different time. No cell phones. Yeah, n- yep, exactly. No cell phones, no just pay phones, security basically. cameras, really. Right, exactly. Like, yeah, there was, like, and really not much crime. Like, Ex- yeah. people were out doing it. was a very different time, just bought up, you know. Yeah. So the police, like, sergeant guy mm-hmm. of the APD, the Austin Police Department, mm-hmm. is uh, actually on this night, he's going to do, like, a little interview thing for these people. About okay. Austin crime and stuff like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> and like, like life, like a normal weekend night in, as a APD officer. Okay, so it's just like a regular like an interview. E- even though it's not gonna oh be gosh. a regular night. Okay. But so he's like. I feel like that would be like the dun dun dun. Yeah. It's not a regular night. <laughs> so at this point, he thinks it's just gonna be like slow, just like every other like whatever weekend. Like, okay. it's not that big of a deal. Um. Like, yeah, like 1974, there's not much crime, especially in somewhere like Texas, like in the mm-hmm. middle of nowhere. Um, and so just expecting it to be like nothing too crazy, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I don't think anybody ever really expects like the worst. Yeah, yeah. And so he's they're just like kind of like sitting around figuring out what to do, like just recording little things of just randomness that's yeah. not even like <laughs> that's just they're just getting. Like little clips of just stuff that's like not big stuff. Yeah. And then he gets uh, a call about like midnight and uh, saying that there's a fire coming out of this yogurt shop. A and fire. The, this yogurt shop's called I Can't Believe It's I Can't Believe It's Yogurt. Oh, that's yeah. such a cute name. I like that. And he, he gets a call that there's like a 
like a big fire coming out of this yogurt shop. And even still, he doesn't really think like anything crazy's happening. Yeah. They go up someone, they closed up shop and left the, even though like it's ice cream, it's supposed to be cold. Like there's yeah, not. Yeah, like I was going to say yeah, because you know some people could say you know oh it was like there's an accidental or that's a fry what I was gonna say right there wouldn't be that. Yeah. I mean, is that a dumb question? Is that do you need that though? No, yeah, right? but also it could be like, oh, maybe someone flicked a cigarette. Oh, or true. Like, That's very true because know. in the seventies they would smoke like anywhere. Yeah, or it even wasn't, it wasn't banned. even if it was a crime, like they're probably just thinking, oh, somebody lit it on fire. Like, right. Yeah. Committed <laughs> like committed arson. Right. Like, none, you know. They're probably and like, oh, and it's just some like young punks. They definitely whatever. probably assumed that they. Like, these girls were out already, and they weren't, okay. the, like, that it was closed. They already midnight, closed shop, like, yeah, exactly. Right. <coughs> and so he makes his way over to the yogurt shop. Well, the fire... I was going to ask, did the fire department yeah, get called and all that? Yeah, the fire department people... Right. The firemen, why, not the fire... The, the firemen yeah, arrived true, first. True. Tried to get down the blaze and stuff, and then they get in there, and then that's when they found what really happened. So it was, just to set it, it was just all just up, up in flames. Every bit of it was just dead. I mean, it wasn't like burned to the ground. Okay, so it was just it like... W- it was like a contained fire coming from one room. Okay, got it, got it. And they, yeah. So then this is when he finds the he finds out what actually happened. Okay. And it's these four girls. Uh, there's... And two of them are sisters, actually. Oh. Yeah. They all work together? No. Two of the girls work together, and two of them were in the mall next to the yogurt shop. And they were going to have a sleepover afterwards. Oh, okay. And so they, so they were just waiting for them to close out. Okay, got it. And then it, they went it. to the shop to help them close so they could get done faster. Okay. Uh, yeah, so there's Jennifer and Sarah Arbison. They're the two sisters. And then there's Amy Ayers, Ayers and Eliza. Eliza and Jennifer were the ones that worked at the yogurt shop. Mm-hmm. And the other two were the ones at the mall. Okay. And they were waiting for... And then they were going to have a sleepover after yeah. they closed up shop. Got yeah, it. so they go over to the yogurt shop when it's about get like a little bit before time to close. Were they teenagers? Yeah, okay. so well, they were all in high school. Okay, like okay. I think they were sophomores. Got it. In high school, yeah, and they were actually all part of the same uh, <laughs> FFA chapter Aww, of the school, Future nice. Farmers of America. Okay, it's pretty cool. Very and cool. the whole reason that they started the job was because Eliza needed to buy a car. She wanted to buy a car, Aww. so she started this job. And then isn't she that why we all get jobs? Yeah, <laughs> at that age, right? Yeah, and then she ended up liking it, and oh. so she was like, "Oh, well, Jennifer would like this," her. and so she got her friend the her job. Friend into it. That's awesome. And then they started working together. That's really awesome. And all that, yeah. And so while they're while these girls are sitting there waiting for them to, you know, for it to close and then mm-hmm. what all that stuff, there's like several because, like we said earlier, there's like not really any security cameras. Like they can't just right. look up footage. It's a totally different tone. Yeah, and so like they just have like the different accounts of like the last few customers. Got it. And they're like, like there's nothing like particularly weird or like stand out about any mm-hmm. of them, right? Like, uh, so there's a woman named Lucella Jones, and uh, she was getting her Lucella. Yo- that's a fun name. Yeah, I like that. She was getting her yogurt, and she saw two teenage boys in a booth near the front door. And they were the only ones there. And this was about 8.30. Mm-hmm. Right. They did it. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then she said that they were just like fixated on like an item that was on the table. An item on the table? Yeah, just some item. She didn't really know what it was. Oh, and okay. So it wasn't like a napkin She thought it could have been nothing? like a bag. Okay, a bag. Right. Which 
not really that weird, but yeah. who knows? Could have been still, like a I mean, if they're like, the bag yeah, if they're fixated on it, like, yeah. you know, if they're keeping like special track of it, whatever. Yeah. And also, what if that bag was something they'd buy at the mall, like right there? True. And, and they, they just, just left like, it there. They're yeah. messing with that. Yeah, like, that's so waiting true. for the ride or, or something. Or maybe the lady, Lucella. Is that what she's going Yeah. Lou what if she did wasn't paying attention? What if that was like a napkin dispenser on the table? You know what I mean? Yeah. It could have been that. That's true. It could have been that. So the shop closes at 10, 10 p.m. Okay. So 8.30 is when she sees those boys. Okay. And they look weird, but that would still be a long time you need to like just to sit just there and wait. To just be sitting there. You'd be really early. If you were going to rob <laughs> yeah, them or exactly. something, you would come like right before closing. Yeah. You wouldn't sit there and mm-hmm. like. But what do I know? I'm not a criminal. I don't know, Garrett. No. <laughs> and then at 9.30, Eliza's mother dropped by. She got some yogurt and just like said hey to the girls, visited okay. her daughter and all that, which is really sad. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I laughed at so that. So that, it's okay. So that's her, okay, so her mom comes in, gets yogurt, checks on her daughter or whatever. That's so sad. That would yeah. be the last time she saw her. Mm-hmm. Alive. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Wow. The last account was that... Uh, Sometime between 9.30 and 10, they don't really know an exact time. Mm-hmm. There's a former military policeman, and he's now a security guard, or he, at the time he was a security guard. He had gotten out of the military, and he was a security guard. His name was Daryl Croft, D-E-A-R-L, Daryl. Not Daryl, Daryl. Okay. Daryl Croft. Okay. And um, he had, like, just a couple of buddies there, mm-hmm. and uh, he noticed two different couples in there. Okay. And it, and one man that was alone, like he described this guy as like having a deep voice and just very fidgety, like almost like he was nervous. Okay. And uh, but like as you come to know more of the story, it doesn't seem very likely that one only okay. one person is going to do this. <laughs> um. Wasn't there one that because I kind of like I've only heard bits and pieces. Wasn't there one that ordered a drink or something, and that's all he got at the shop? Here, you're right, exactly. Okay. Yeah, that guy that was really fidgety. He ordered one can of soda. Okay, see, that's, wow. And that was it. Okay, if you're fidgety, why do you need soda? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was probably just trying to look normal. Okay, got it. But, but who knows, like, maybe he was just interested in one of the girls. Maybe, and he was just, like, yeah. Just, trying just to, wanted like, to hang out. Yeah, you know. or just, like, trying to, like, get, like talk to her or something. That's yeah. why he just ordered a soda, like, right. just to go up there. Yeah. So you don't really, I mean, who knows? Like, he, and he really could have been super nervous to see her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I know, I've done that before. Where you get nervous? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally me before this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he orders a soda, and then he goes to the bathroom, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so, yeah, the security guard said that he left before that guy left. Okay. The guy with that ordered the soda and went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. He said that he left first, and so we never know what happened with him. Okay. And then between 10 and 11, there was a few, uh, multiple witnesses that, that went in there, like customers and stuff, and they said that the final sale of the night was to a couple. Mm-hmm. It's unknown if it was one of the same couples. Okay. It was there earlier or not, but it was a, a couple, and uh, and they there would they said that they saw a couple of men sitting at the table closest mm-hmm. to the register. Okay. But they weren't. They didn't make a sale for them. Okay. Right. See, it just it. it I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it drives me nuts a little bit because I'm like, gosh, if there was a camera, if there was something. Yeah, you, you know? There'd be no, yeah. And so, like, they start to wipe down at, like, 10.50. They start to, like, get everything ready to close and all that. The interesting thing about those two men that were there close to the register is that uh, 
like I said, they started cleaning everything and getting ready to close. But mm -hmm. those two chairs that those men were sitting in were the only chairs left. That oh, like okay. So it was like they were there they for were a while or something. Okay. Or wow. Like they refused and could leave or whatever. I don't know. But they, they were still there. Okay. Those chairs. Okay. They were the only chairs that were still there. So, so this catches us up. weird. They were like waiting. Yeah. You know, I mean. So this catches us up to what we know. Okay. And so from a, from that time, like 11 until midnight when he gets the call that there's a fire, mm -hmm. we don't know what happened. Okay. And so this is caught up. So we, the, that the police sergeant mm -hmm. makes it to the, to the, uh, to the shop, <laughs> to <Kay>. the yoga <laughs> shop. And he meets the police officer there. Okay. His name is John Jones Jr. JJJ. Stop. Triple J. Wow. Look out, world. Triple yeah. J. Triple J. <laughs> right. Um, Say that and three then times fast, right? <laughs> Triple J. <laughs> There's another police officer that was like just doing his route, and he stopped there. His name was Troy Gay. Okay. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> and so he... Uh, he noticed the smoke and stuff, so he stopped too. And he was the one that made the call. So he saw the smoke and he made the call. Okay. That was at 1147. Okay. So from 11 to 1147, we don't know. Oh, wow. So that's it, a whole like, gap. Like, yeah. Okay. And they see, he said, this is what he said. He said, I thought it might be a simple kitchen fire, mm -hmm. which doesn't make any sense. It do that doesn't add up because it's a yogurt shop. Yeah. I mean, unless they're freaking baking yogurt, yeah. I don't know why that would be there. <laughs> baking yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so the fire. This is when the fire crews arrive. They arrive first. Um, Renee Garza was the firefighter that they got their information from. That okay. was like there. So he sees the fire inside, and he sees all the black smoke and stuff. And he goes inside. They had to open the front door with a crowbar because it was locked. Okay. Like they did lock it. So then they did close up. Yeah. Okay. And but that also means that the they were whoever still did it had to get there. out a different way. Were they still in there hiding? Maybe? No, they're gone. Oh, okay. If they were, no, they would have like, caught them. Right. Been no, no, no. Case. I mean, like, like, did they close up shop not realizing that they were hiding somewhere in there? Yeah, they probably just didn't know. That's like yeah, I said, they, that's didn't, what I they thought it was a kitchen fire or something. Yeah, that's what I meant. Right. And so uh, so he goes, they pry it open, and they go to where the flames are. And uh, they start spraying it down with water and stuff. And as the smoke goes down, they see a foot. Oh. And then they realize uh, they realize that it's more than just a fire, and so that's when he calls the JJJ. Okay, Triple J. Triple J. <laughs> and he, <laughs> the interviewers get their story. Got <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Doing. yeah. <laughs> um. So the the police, he comes JJJ, and they all, uh, they start going through the crime scene, and they start trying to piece together whatever. Okay. All four bodies, they were all burned to the point of being unrecognizable. Oh. They had, all four were shot in the head, execution style. Oh, my gosh. But it was unknown if they were dead at the time of the fire. Oh, so wow. So they don't know what happened first. Like the fire starting and then they shot them or they shot them and then burned them. They don't know what happened Jeez, first. Jeez, execution style. That is, wow. Yeah. Okay. They said that the, fire, the firemen said that the fire was so hot that their bodies were melting to the floor. What? Like melting into oh the floor. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a horror story right there. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. They also were all undressed and bound and gagged with their own clothing. Oh. But there was wow. no sexual assault. 
okay. So what was what was the point in that? Uh, I don't know. I'm not a career criminal. No, I've I didn't know if you had any any <laughs> taking part in that. No, I didn't know if you had any like suggestion or something. That I mean, you read probably or just to contain them so they couldn't move, or so they couldn't scream. Wow, that is so messed up. I mean, they probably yeah. they oh gosh, they probably didn't bring like their own rope and stuff. Oh, true. Which is probably smart. Well, uh, well if yeah. you're a criminal, that's probably smart because then they can't like track the brand of rope or like true. where it came from or like yeah or anything like that oh my gosh that's so. crazy and then this is how they so remember i said the front door was unlocked yeah yeah but the back door i mean the front door was, it was locked. locked yeah the back door was unlocked got it but the keys were still in the thing so that's how they assumed that they left okay jeez and then they also confirmed that there was a robbery uh, from the register they took 540 dollars wow and they and uh, they knew that because the last transaction in the register log was at 11.03 after it was closed. Mm-hmm. And it was just like one of those. It wasn't like a sale. It was just like an open the register. Oh, okay. Okay. And all the money was gone. It was $540. So they completely torture these girls, basically. Shoot them. Steal the money and light the place on fire. Yep. Wow. They couldn't just, you know, take the money and run? Like... <laughs> Yeah. Wow. It, that's horrible. Or they couldn't have just got a job themselves. They couldn't yeah, exactly. Like, I, if, I mean, I shouldn't <laughs> have been thinking on that level, but I'm just like, why? Well, if you wanted the money so bad, did, was it necessary to take those steps to <laughs> yeah. do it? You yeah. know? Also, why a yogurt shop? Right? I feel <laughs> like there's not going to be like a ton of money in that. I guess, well, I mean, if they knew who was working there and they knew it was just like four teenage girls they could take advantage of that yeah what if it was someone but then at the same time why would they go overkill if they knew it was going to be an easy robbery they're just like oh easy robbery it just sounds like psychotic like that's insane but then they probably couldn't leave any witnesses because true that's insane sorry i'm just picturing it like that's sad they bring in uh an arson investigator melvin stahl s-t-a-h-l Stall, Stahl, I don't know. <laughs> However you pronounce that. You Melvin is what we'll call him. Okay, Melvin. Big Mel. Melvin Do from Scooby. <laughs> 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 You're welcome. I'm glad, I, I'm glad I can make you laugh. <laughs> he approximated that the fire started at 11.42 p.m. Okay. So only five minutes before that officer started seeing the smoke and went wow. in and called and everything. After that no sale button was hit. Yeah. That they found 40 minutes after that is when they started the fire. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, that's just so sad. I'm just like picturing like, you ever see House of Wax? I've not. Oh, well, there's a scene, you know, in, in the movie where this House of Wax is, everything's just melting, you know? Yeah. So that's what I'm picturing right now. Like someone's body? Just Yeah, just melting yeah. into the floor. Well, he says right here, he says uh, in his report that the fire had gotten so hot that the, that uh, one of the victim's teeth started to, like, burn away. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And like I said earlier, the their bodies started to melt onto the floor. That's just awful. Like, yeah. I'm picturing, like, the tiles kind of, like, you know. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But because they tried so hard to get the fire out with so much water, they washed away a bunch of evidence. Oh, no. Oh, and my so gosh. And so that, like, was terrible. 
Yeah. Jeez. The other crazy thing, like they did everything they could to like help the fire be as like the the culprits. They did everything they could to help the fire like grow as big as it could, and also like to contaminate as much as they could. Like they threw, like all the like, like chocolate syrup and all the toppings and yogurt oh, stuff all wow. over them. They like they so uh, they use the stuff they use the stuff there stuff. to help yeah. make it mass like make it huge. Yeah, and to also mess it all oh up. Oh my stuff. gosh. Yeah. Okay. All over everything, and it mixed with the blood, and contaminated it a lot. And then, so, and then after this, they, they, uh, they just start collecting like evidence that wasn't destroyed, <laughs> and they say that there's evidence that proves that there was more than one. Person, okay, so it's multiple. But they really haven't really said. We probably fingerprints on multiple oh, okay. fingerprints Got or something. It. But there would be so many, right? Yeah. Throughout the day and yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then they go on to the firearms, and they learned that th- this was another thing that proved that there could have been more than one person. They learned there's more than one caliber of bullet. Oh. So like, if there had to been multiple firearms. Okay. And they, but they were small caliber weapons like pistols. Okay. So, I mean, but you can hold two pistols. That's one, true. But, that's but so true. But they they feel like it was more than one. Yeah, yeah that's what they're I kind of, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm only hearing what you're telling me. But I kind of get the vibe it's more than one. And the only one that was shot with a different caliber was Amy, the youngest one. She was shot twice, and the others were just once. Yeah. Why? Which, well, maybe she didn't die. Okay. First time. Wait, but you said it was execution style, right? Yeah. And that's pretty much the extent of the evidence they have, oh, wow. like physical evidence. Right. Uh, so at this point, after they they go through all their physical evidence, they start like they start uh, asking other people like that work in the area, or they start like looking into other crimes that could have been potentially mm-hmm. similar. And uh, they find out that they're in the months like prior to this, there was a like a string of robberies that had taken place. In the same strip mall that that yoga shop was on. Okay. So I thought maybe they were going to do another one. Oh, just like hit up the whole line, right? Yeah. That would be really ballsy if they did that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah. And it was so bad that there was a a store. It became so bad that there was a store uh, called Suzanne's. It was a clothing store, and she had to put bars on her windows. Oh, wow. And uh, it was actually her... Uh, Suzanne. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, not Suzanne. Her name is Sandra. Oh, okay. There's a girl named Sandra Tash, and she owns a pet grooming thing mm-hmm. on the same strip, and she was the one that thought that it was related. Oh. That it could have been them just going down. I mean, it's a possibility, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then... Criminals are dumb. <laughs> another one that was brought forward was one year before this in Las Cruces, New Mexico... They had a huge slaughtering at a bowling alley. Oh, that was crazy. Which a we're gonna bowling co- alley. We're gonna cover that one. Okay. At some point. But All right. I'm ready for that one. <laughs> but, uh, so they thought, well, maybe it's the same people going down and like going into Mexico, like going to Mexico. Can you imagine though? Like they pick their spots. Yeah. And it's, wow. Um, but and then like people thought that maybe it had some kind of drug connection. People just needed money to have drugs because it's so close to Mexico. The oh, cartel and stuff. Okay. okay. But uh, none of this, none of it was like, yeah, there was no like, it just sounds like there's just a bunch of like different suggestions of, yeah, yeah, 
That is really tough. That's sad. And I, I, I'm thinking about like the family and stuff. Yeah. Having to figure maybe you know, maybe they have their ideas of yeah what it could be and all that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I wonder if they ever interviewed the family and was like, yeah. There's got to be something I didn't out there. Read anything on like specific interviews or like. Well, maybe our viewers or listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, if they know anything, they can yeah. tell us. That's true. I mean. Yeah, we can get an update in the next one. Like if somebody writes something. Yeah, then, then we can do an update yeah. episode. Yeah. If people care enough. <laughs> <laughs> we got to put it out there. Put the vibe out there. So all these tips are coming in, and they're, like, trying to sift through them, and they're, like, trying to figure out which ones are credible and which ones are just, like, like, loons just, like, going off the (laughs) walls just saying random stuff. Yeah. Just, like, crazy conspiracy theorists and stuff. And then one week after after it happened, they got a call um, where, and they said that they knew what kind of, what vehicle that the killers drove. Oh, okay. That's a huge. Yeah, huge and they said it was there. a specific type of vehicle, and uh, and they even provided the license plate number. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then, so the police obviously follow this through, and they like run the plate and stuff, and they found the car was owned and, and driven by a couple of drug dealers. Oh. From a town nearby, right. and so they go and they look at these guys. For a long time, but it just proves to be fruitless because they had a, a rock-solid alibi that oh. was validated by several, several, several people. Okay. So there was no way. That's not... Oh, that sucks. Okay. Yeah. And then eight days... That seems like a lead, you know... Yeah. yeah and then okay. eight days after the incident, so one day after they get this call... Okay. They, uh, they receive another lead. There's this 16-year-old kid named Maurice Pierce, and he was arrested at the mall... Okay. Right there, um, for unlawfully carrying a gun. Oh, because that's a dead ringer right there. Can carry one back in the day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean nowadays in Texas you can open carry. Yeah. Like yeah. Straight up, a rifle. Yeah. Oh so my back gosh, I know. But the back then you can't, you couldn't, and yeah. so obviously, and so they go and they get this dude and they collect him and uh, turns out his gun is the same caliber. No, it is. Yeah, which oh gosh, I mean, it's possible to have the same caliber. Like they don't, there's yeah. not like it's not like a fingerprint where it's that's like true. Yeah. Specific, but right, right. Multiple guns can take the same caliber, but they pick him up, obviously because it was so close. It was yeah, and they like they Question uh, him yeah and they all like that. yeah investigate yeah. So the caliber is a twenty two. Okay. Which I don't know if you know. Anything about calibers? Uh, very not, much. not the sharpest on that one. <laughs> twenty-two is pretty small. Okay. I've actually shot a twenty-two. I shot a twenty-two like a few weeks ago. Actually. Okay. Zombie hunting or? No, just at the <laughs> <laughs> no, just at the, we went to the range. <laughs> Let me tell you, a twenty-two is easy to shoot. Really? That doesn't have very much. Kick. I have Garrett. I haven't even messed with a paintball gun. So. <laughs> that was the first time I'd ever been shooting. Really? Yeah, I shot wow. a, I shot a nine. Oops, I shot a nine and I shot a twenty-two, and the nine that had a 
fierce kick. It was like really. Was See, like, like I feel like if I even did that, I would literally like throw out my shoulder or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> maybe you could. That's why I don't like. I wouldn't want to shoot like a big old one because I'm right. afraid that thing will just. Oh like, yeah. The, like the bump stock. Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, oh, along with the pistol, he also had a dozen rounds in his pocket. And just in his pocket. Yeah, and he didn't even have it in like a clip. He didn't just have it like it was in his just in his waistband. Okay, just so that, that's there. a little suspicious. And so they obviously pick him up, and it, him and his friend, because like, they were together, and they had already thought that it was multiple people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. His friend is Forrest Wellborn. Okay. And then, so, like, they pick him up, and then this guy, um, Maurice starts throwing Forrest under the bus, like, right away. Whoa, okay. When they start interrogating him. And uh, and then, Maurice, like, they just interview him and interview him and interview him and interview him. And finally, Maurice admits that it is the murder weapon from that crime. Oh, wow. And, uh, but he, but then he threw Forrest under the bus again. And said that he it, he had loaned it to Forrest at the time. So he was just like it yeah. wasn't me, it was him, you know. So yeah. he's just he's making stuff up. Yeah. And then he said that he fled Austin. He fled from Austin, um, the day after those murders. With Forrest and two other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it just like he just ridiculous like this whole story like they, they were. It just it sounds like he he got scared. And was just like, I'm just going to give it yeah. all on this guy so that they get off of my back. And yeah. I don't care if I'm going to lie about it. I mean, he says they stole a Nissan Pathfinder and then they went to San Antonio. Like, wow. All of this stuff. And then, so the police give him a polygraph test, mm-hmm. both of them, mm-hmm. and they both pass. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. They both pass. Wow. That's, that's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. And then they, f- like, they keep interviewing him and they, like... But he's unable to provide, like, any, like, evidence that he was there. Like, yeah. any, like, nobody can corroborate his story. Like, it's just that he's just saying it. And he passed the thing. So, it's yeah, kind of so like. Yeah, so that's, okay. Yeah. And Forrest, the whole time, has just adamantly denied it. Like, he's like, this is ridiculous. Like So, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> he was just. So, who was the one throwing under the bus? Maurice was throwing okay. Forrest under so the bus. So, Forrest was most likely telling the truth the whole time. Yeah. And. Wow, that's the so police even insane. tried to get Maurice to wear a wire to implicate Forrest, uh-huh. but Forrest like <laughs> like he would be caught. Yeah, <coughs> no, like Forrest just like nothing. There was oh, nothing okay. there to use, it. and it just like yeah, he wouldn't bite. Like not there was just unusable. Okay, and and uh, yeah, okay, and so then they get the the pistol tested, mm-hmm. and then they find out that it actually is not the same caliber. Oh used. my gosh. Dude, and so that like that's confirms. annoying. <laughs> yeah, because that's like wow, it's uh, like I said, it's they, like a, a hearsay. Yeah, and then they clear him, and then Maurice's like, they say Maurice has mental problems, mm-hmm. and they just clear him. Oh my gosh! Because obviously there's like yeah, uh, wow. And then that was the last like solid lead, mm-hmm. and it just kind of goes cold from there, like. Does it? Do you know how long they tried like investigating and keeping like? Uh, uh, it says. Yeah. Uh. Well, 
I mean, it, they they still investigate. Like even yeah. like the, in the two thousands, they like they rearrested Maurice and Forrest. Oh, okay. Wow. Again, uh, I didn't like care to like talk about it that yeah, much because yeah, yeah. the same thing happened. Like the ballistics didn't match. Right. They passed the polygraph. Their DNA didn't match anything. Yeah. So it was just like it fell through again. They sound to me like two criminals in the wrong place at the wrong. You know what yeah. I mean? Like just two yeah. denims. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and then the the yogurt shop actually closed down Well, what would be left of it? I mean. Yeah, that's true. I mean, unless they, you know, remodeled it or something. Yeah. That would I mean, be. Yeah. No, bi- what I'm saying weird. is no business ever rebought it. After. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> it just I went like out it of business. Too weird. Yeah. It would be way too weird. And people would, like, regularly leave candles there and notes and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. All over the place for the girls. Every time I see that, like, um, I've seen it at gas stations. I've seen it, like, at different stores. It really does hit your heart. You yeah. Because you don't know what happened there. Yeah. But or the bikes on the side of the road. And yes. Stuff. Yeah. 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 It's heartbreaking. And, like, to know that they were the youngest one, was you said 13, 14 or something. Yeah. That's just terrible. Yeah. And then in 1994, the family's actually f- uh, like filed a lawsuit against the the yogurt shop uh-huh. people and the strip mall owner oh, wow. okay. because they like failed to protect the, True. the girls or like implement any kind of safety like safety nets or precautions in, in those yeah. scenarios. It was it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It, especially after he, there was all those robberies before. Right. <laughs> it's but yeah if there were robberies before they should have already had up their game like okay yeah. we need to do this different or we need to provide this yeah. or we need to go about it this way seems like they didn't do that yeah the suit finally got resolved mm-hmm. they won 12 million dollars whoa 12 million dollars in settlement wow and they gave a huge chunk of those proceeds and they set up a non-profit organization Called we will not forget S A G A E, which is all Aww. the initials. Yeah. From the first names. That's amazing that they did and, that. And uh, yeah. And it, it was it the that program uh, distributed safety material to like different businesses and schools all throughout Texas. That's really awesome. That's yeah. a good way to go about, about and you know like kind of like yeah that keeps their memory alive you know and and can help prevent that from happening you know yeah that's really cool yeah but it's terrible that that happened and it's like hurting my heart hearing it all you know yeah it's crazy it's super it's just I don't know it's it's so so weird that it's so gruesome like if just for money like five hundred forty dollars yeah that's what I'm saying like and you, it took them forty minutes to kill him right they had to have tortured them in between. Yeah. Somehow. And that's, I hate saying that, and I don't even, I hate that it came to my mind. But, like, that's a lot of time. Yeah. That's a lot of time. Wouldn't you, if you're trying to get in there and get the money, wouldn't you want to be, like, quick? Yeah. Like, not, I don't know. I feel like you would be caught more doing all that. Yeah. So, that also, it makes me feel like they may have known them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that. I I thought that a lot, too, when I was going through the research, that Mm -hmm. they might have known them. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely one of the crazier things that's happened in Texas. <laughs> yeah, the, and, and we're both from Texas, so yeah. it's like, it's really, it, it hits you, like, yeah. you know. No, we're not far from Austin at all, either. No, not, not at, all, at all. all. And I go there a lot, so. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. we should go 
to the yogurt shop. Yes. Yeah, that'd be cool. I thought about that. We should definitely go. Yeah, that'd be cool. We could cool. leave something. If we do an update episode, if anybody has any updates or anything, then we, we, should, we should do it. Oh, right for there. sure. For sure. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. cool. That'd be really cool. We can do a little candle. That's what I would yeah, <laughs> a little candle. That'd be awesome. And yeah, so to this day, there no one knows who committed those murders, and that's what drives me nuts. Like to know, like back then, you could get away with, you know, crazy shit like this. Yeah. And in in and it's still to this day. Yep. Like, and wow. there's currently no suspects. I don't think. Nothing. Wow. I will update you guys though, or we yeah, will update you guys if definitely anything happens in the news. But if you have any tips um, or any uh, updates or anything, or if you know anybody, you can call 512-472-8477. That is 512-472-8477. That is the Austin Crime Line. Awesome. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the the crime tips line. Yeah. So yeah, if you hear this and you know something about it, definitely yeah, definitely call that in. Um, yeah, definitely don't just like email us. You should also call them. Yeah, but <laughs> also if if you not. can email us if you know anything that we may have left yeah. out or yeah. said wrong, you know. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Definitely. Wow, this is insane. Like just yes. thinking about it. Once again, if you have any of your own stories, or, uh, wow. once again, <laughs> if uh, you know a cold case from your state that you would, would like, like us to hear covered, you could send it to our email, um, which is, yeah, it's linked in the show description or usamericapod at gmail.com, usamericapod at gmail.com. And... Uh, we will see you next week <laughs> with another cold case. I think <laughs> next week. I think next week is going to be New Hampshire. New Hampshire. What's that one? It's going to be a missing person. Oh, those are very interesting. Yeah. And it's a, <laughs> it, this one is this one is very 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 weird, very mysterious. Okay. But we'll tune in next week for that. Yeah. And thank you for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening later <laughs> <laughs>